With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Very curious minds out there in radio land. Welcome to CC with BB, connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. And I'm Dr. Bernie Beitman. This is the only radio show in the world dedicated to the study of coincidences, synchronicity, and serendipity. We are coming to you through Exxon Radio, located in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and broadcasting all over the world. I'm a psychiatrist. I help people with medications and psychotherapy. I work in both the brain and the mind. Coincidences involve both your mind and your brain. My purpose in life is to learn, to teach, to help people and have fun. And we're going to do all of that here because synchronicity is spoken here. And coincidences alert us to the possibility of hidden causes in the mysteries of life. Put connecting with coincidence in your search engine and find my Psychology Today blog, my website, and my social media site. If you would like to know how sensitive you are to coincidences, because people vary in their sensitivity, go to my website and take the Weird Coincidence Survey. It's fun to do, it's short, and you'll see if you're ultra-sensitive or maybe not so. Today we talk about a subset of coincidences, a kind of experience that some people have, 
where they're kind of wandering through life, doing this and that, and suddenly they are hit with an onslaught, a barrage of coincidences. A long string of coincidences can challenge your worldviews, making you question just what is reality, and can make you afraid when our worldviews are frightened, are changed, or at least threatened, we get scared. So what do you do when you are hit with a barrage of coincidences? Some people then begin to see almost all of life events as potentially meaningful. They start seeing coincidences every place. That kind of associative thinking begins to distract people from everyday normal existence. So there's a problem in seeing too many coincidences. You can get scared and you can start seeing too many of them where there probably aren't any. And sometimes there are periods in one's life where you start seeing a lot of coincidences just because you do. And because I study coincidences and I'm alert to them, uh, I can monitor those periods of my life when I start seeing a bunch of them. And that's been happening pretty much lately. For some reason, uh, I've had a bunch of them. And they're kind of minor and funny, but uh, they're still kind of telling. Uh, I, I went to one of my favorite restaurants, and it was a cold day, and chicken soup was on the menu, and it looked like a great thing to try. I walked in. The waitress was real smiley. I said, a bowl of chicken soup. She comes back from the kitchen. It just ran out. Then a day later, I go for a minor medical procedure, and I'm driving up with a friend of mine to the clinic, and I get a phone call, and right before that appointment, the chicken soup was canceled just the same way as this minor medical procedure was canceled. Quite surprising what was going on there. And then another day recently, I'm reading a paper, uh, funnily called uh, Synchronistic Archetypal Resonance. Archetypal Resonance. It's kind of a long name for a way of understanding reincarnation. And it was the same phrase in that paper that I saw 15 minutes later in a book I was reading. And the phrase was, if you can't talk about it, then remain silent. That's good advice. If you don't know what you're talking about, it's too mysterious or difficult, don't say it. And then, strangely, one day, um, again, last week, I'm thinking about how nice it would have been to have a daughter. I have two wonderful sons doing very well, I'm glad to say. Uh, great contact with them and their families. But as I'm walking in my psychotherapy office, I'm thinking about a daughter, how it would have been nice maybe to have a daughter too. And I'm about to see my first patient. After a brief interchange, she says to me, I bet you would have liked to have a daughter. These things kind of... Uh, make me think, what is it that's going on that creates this sort of, these sorts of coincidences? I don't know. I wonder about them. Our guest today is a person who's had a bunch of them herself. Her name is Kathy Myers. She comes from Dublin, Ohio. And one day, soon after her, one of her high school reunions last year, she started seeing a bunch of coincidences. What was going on? What happened that made Kathy Myers 
go from what seemed to be an ordinary life, living ordinary for her. She's a remarkable woman, as you will see. But then to suddenly be hit with five coincidences a week, some of them really chilling ones, ones that made her wonder what is going on. And sometimes just others that suggested to her to do things that might be interesting to her. So in our next segment, we will be talking with Kathy Myers from Dublin, Ohio. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. Welcome back to CC with BB, connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. 
the only show in the world dedicated solely and only to the study of synchronicity and coincidences and serendipity. Today, our special guest is Kathy Myers from Dublin, Ohio. Kathy does not have a PhD, nor has she written a book, journal article, or blog. She is an occupational therapist who works with special needs students in a public school system. She has two adult children and four, a four-year-old grandchild, and Kathy is in the process of divorcing her husband of 34 years and preparing to sell the house that she loved living in for 18 years. So how is it that she finds herself experiencing over 150 coincidences in one year, several of which led her to contact me? What is she learning about coincidences? What are they teaching her? And how did it happen that she's feeling happier, more happy than she's been in years? Well, Kathy, welcome to the show, and we can begin to answer some of those questions that we've raised just now. Good morning. Good morning. Let's, uh, let's start off with um, your high school reunion. And you went and then get to your Ohio State um, coincidence. I believe attending my high school reunion, my 45th high school reunion that I hadn't attended in 20 years, um, really contributed to the coincidences. Um, I received so much humbling feedback from people that I hadn't spoken with in years that knew me before I lost my way. I believe I had lost my way from being my true self um, or was detoured from the the path I was supposed to lead somehow um, from being married and being a mom and working. Um, but then when I received all that humbling feedback, I got back um, when I, when I came, that was in Indianapolis, I went to the reunion. And so when I returned to Dublin, I, I hadn't sung for 33 years. I used to sing in my high school choir. What possessed me after 33 years to try out to audition for a Capital University choir? Now, for our, lis for our listeners, just becoming a mom and uh, get being married didn't do it. It was the man you married that took away some of the way you were, the, the true self that you were evolving to become. That's and, true. Cause, and, oh, and we'll, I'm sorry. And we'll get to that. And, um, but the, the singing in the choir... Because right there you're talking about something uh, very uh, special to you that can help people listening to you. You felt impelled or what you called the impels that made you do something that helped create events and sometimes coincidences that turned out to be very good for you. So you felt an impel to go, go sing. Yes. And the fascinating thing was that I successfully auditioned for a choir that was made up of people who are music majors. I'm certainly not a music major. And then the very first rehearsal, is it a coincidence that this choir has never been invited to sing at Carnegie Hall and yet was invited to sing at Carnegie Hall? I'm not saying because I was in the choir. I'm just saying, what an opportunity. I had never been to New York City. So part of what you have taught me about the coincidences, changing my routine. I got out of my... Um, 
work and solitude existence and changed my routine. Yeah. That, and I uh, think that contributed. It did. It did. It, it does. Uh, the dog that trots about finds a bone is a major coincidence advice idea. You've got to keep moving. And when you move, things happen. And so you got out of your, you got, you went to New York City. And was it a coincidence that I've used as a metaphor that I finally rediscovered my brain like the scarecrow? Yeah. Rediscovered my courage like the lion. Mm -hmm. And because of all the support and love from my friends and family, because I've opened up to them, it melted the frost on my heart like the Tin Man. So was this a coincidence? In the past, I would have gone, okay, I don't know that I would have had the nerve to go to New York City, okay? But I just said, what the heck? What's the worst that can happen? I'll get lost. I'll ask somebody, and they can redirect me. But anyway, um, so I went to New York City. But before I went, like I said, in the past, I would have just stayed in my hotel room except for the rehearsals and the performances. But I decided, heck with that. No, I walked through Central Park by myself. I walked to Sardi's for dinner. But even before that, I had located an off-Broadway play. Now, is this a coincidence? Entitled The Woodsman. And it's how the Tin Man lost his heart. <laughs> so, I, I, of course, I went. And I even um, wrote the – anyway, I, so I went to that by myself. Um, and then um, my niece and nephew took time off of work, flew from Texas to New York City to experience this with me. And was it a coincidence that just last – yesterday, one of my coworkers who I've shared – a year's worth, of, a year and a half worth of coincidence stories, happened to spend her um, anniversary, wedding anniversary in New York City, sent me a picture of Carnegie Hall and said, I'm not sure what this means, but my husband and I were walking by um, Central Park and I took a picture and I remembered you had performed at Carnegie Hall and I'm not sure what it means. And I said, I think what it means is that if I can perform in Carnegie Hall, I can do this radio show. <laughs> and, but it also it also meant to me. I told her it really what it really meant to me. It meant um, a lot that she thought of me while she's in New York City, and she thought of me. So we're connected. Yes, that's good. So let's go. Let's go back to where all this started. After your um, high school reunion, um, you started seeing a lot of coincidences. Yes, and I think one of the the most significant of all the feedback I received was from someone that I had picked out a funny birthday card for 46 years ago, but was too afraid to give it to him. And so his response was, well, you should have given me that birthday card so many years ago. And that got me thinking, huh, what else should I have done? Uh -huh. And so I believe these coincidences have a theme. <laughs> um, and I've been provided, what the eerie part of this is, it's like I've been provided with at least four opportunities to relive things that I should have done. Uh, um, for example, right the week before I came to see you. And we, we can we can back this up because uh, uh, okay. skipping ahead a little bit. Um, yeah. But the, what, what you had a chance to do things that you uh, hadn't 
done before or that you could have done but you didn't like uh, like the birthday card to that the guy that uh, you mentioned at your reunion um, yes. and let's let's uh, let's go back to the Ohio State game um, that in in the spring of 2015 when you were being um, inundated with lots of coincidences and wondering what you should do about it when you started reading about um, Jung, uh, and then f from Jung you got to me, and then soon after that uh, went to the Ohio State game again for reasons that you don't understand. Another impel made you go. Well, and some things to add to the how I located you just were really in the give me chills category. Uh, yeah, I had uh, I had this rediscovered the book Synchronicity by Carl Jung. And I had immediately reserved the book at the library. Then the very next day, I would, this is going to sound crazy, but I was watching an episode of Criminal Minds repeated from October. This was on in January that I was watching this repeat. It would have meant nothing to me in October. But one of the characters was on the airplane and was reading one of his favorite books. And when I saw the cover of Synchronicity by Carl Jung, it was like, are you kidding me? And then in the meantime... I had picked up the synchronicity book that I had reserved from the library and in March happened to be reading a novel with a sentence, geese were flying in synchrony. I know what the word synchrony means, but for some reason, again, one of these weird compels, I went to the left, went to my laptop and put in the definition of synchrony, but then also keyed in synchronicity, even though the book was right on my counter and that's where I've discovered your websites. Wow. Which and so that's what I mean. That was like, oh my gosh. So my these coincidences occur in a sequence of events. Okay, so that was in, in March. Then <laughs> I'm sorry to let but I was again compelled to attend the Ohio State University's spring game. I have not done that when my son played football and couldn't drive, he and I went to those spring games because he also played lacrosse and they always have a anyway. So I hadn't done that for – he's graduated from college, so it's been years since I've gone to a spring game. But I was compelled, again, to buy a $5 ticket, no big deal, to go to the spring game. But the night before the game, I'd heard on the news, oh, there are going to be 100,000 people at this game at a practice, for goodness sakes. And parking's going to be terrible because there's a concert and there's going to be um, all a wrestling meet, all kinds of things. And in the past – that would have scared me off because the thought of parking and then not remembering where one's car is parked would be enough to frighten me off. But, but you I did, can tell but you, but you I, went, I went and I can tell you to this day, I was parked at five F Y F F E and Woody Hayes Parkway. Okay. So I go and there are 30 uh, doors or in which to, enter Gate, 13 gates yeah, yeah 30 gates. sorry 30 gates in which to enter this huge stadium and you go through 18 uh, yeah. yeah i randomly go to gate 18 and i'm standing in front of a family of five and chatty kathy initiate again i went by myself so that's i wouldn't have if i'd gone with someone i would have been talking with them the other person instead of engaging in people in line random people in line and I just started talking to them because we're just standing in line. And 
they we have about two, we have about two minutes left, and I'd like you to finish the story before we finish. Okay. Uh, so I randomly initiate a conversation. They were from. I asked if they had graduated from Ohio State. No, they were from Cleveland. However, they lived in Char- They lived in Virginia, and I was thinking that's funny that people would travel six hours to attend a practice game. So spending $5 for five people in your families. But anyway, so then I explained to them that I had been having, how far do they live from Charlottesville, Virginia? He said an hour and a half. said, the reason I asked, I've been having a bunch of weird coincidences and I'm going to be meet. I, I'm thinking about meeting with, he goes, oh, Dr. Bernard Whiteman, the Yale educated psychiatrist who didn't believe in something like that. And he heard, heard you on a radio program. My face at that point, his wife took a look at me and said, is that another one of your weird coincidences? I would say so. I, I would have had a better, higher probability of running into someone I knew than out of 100,000 people running into someone who had heard of you and heard of the coincidences. Yeah. So that was another give me chills. <laughs> that, was, that was a low probability event in a large population for you to have found those two people. And we can get back to uh, the impact of that uh, on you and also for me uh, because it, was, it resulted in our meeting and uh, began some new ideas for me. So we'll, get, we'll continue the story of your and, I, your and my meeting in our next segment. It's, been, it's, it's a great story, Kathy. We'll get back to you in just a bit. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. 
He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back to CC with BB, connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Today we have the pleasure of talking with Kathy Myers. Kathy represents not an expert in the way we usually think of people being experts, someone with a PhD who has studied coincidences in some form or another, but she's one of probably millions of people out there in Radio Land and the rest of the world who have experienced coincidences, remarkable coincidences that have impacted their lives. And in their own ways, like Kathy, they become experts and they become people who can teach us, the supposed experts, more about how coincidences work, how they can be explained and how they can be used. And that's very true of Kathy Myers, who we're We have with great pleasure on this program today. We just finished discussing a coincidence involving Kathy at an Ohio State spring game when she ran across my name through someone randomly, supposedly randomly, she she ran into at that game. Kathy, what happened after that? Well, one of these series... I saw a sign for a Step Up for Champions Cancer Charity Walk. I decided to participate in the 5K walk. And then I (laughs) 
randomly. And again, these are like, I've never gone to this, this particular store. It's called a sports mart store. Anyway, it had a closing sale and it wasn't that good of a sale. And I didn't need another pair of Nikes since I already have enough to match the bright leggings I have. Something compelled me or now impelled let, me. Now let's, to- let's define what you mean by compels, because okay. I want to turn this into a description that uh, other people can tune into themselves because we all have capacities like yours, but yours became much more evident as you, as the coincidences increase. What's what is what is a compeller? Okay, this is how I describe it. I don't need to wash my hands five times before I get out of the car. I don't mean that. <laughs> what I mean is, in the past, I would have only thought about doing something, but eh, talk myself out of it. But I for I. I saw this the store. I went in. I didn't think about it. I, I didn't hesitate. I didn't overthink it. I just acted on it. Well, is it a coincidence that because if I had thought about it, I would have driven past, not gone in, and this wouldn't have happened. I, although I didn't need a pair of shoes, I again, I just, I kept looking through every box of tennis shoes and found a pair that were light gray, dark gray with bright pink shoelaces. Plus, they were a whole size smaller than what I wear. So why in the heck would I, one, try them on? I'm certainly not Cinderella's stepsisters. And, but why would they fit? And uh-huh. I, understand, I understand that bright pink, pink is, a, is the color for cancer. However, so this is related to the cancer charity walk. I had planned to walk, but I decided to volunteer instead. So if I had walked... I would have been given a black T-shirt, but the volunteers were given bright pink T-shirts that were the exact same shade as the shoelaces on my new shoes. Eh, okay. Color coordinated, Kathy. Yes, but then it got even the the champion cancer charity, the, the step up for champions cancer charity walk was, I don't know if I can say, well, a previous Ohio State linebacker who was also a pro football player, um, and he retired when his wife ended up with cancer. And my son had attended one of his football clinics. And for 10 years, I had wanted to tell him how much it meant to my son. In fact, it impressed my son so much with this football player's three Ds, dedication, determination, and desire, that my son repeated them often through high school and even quoted them in his college entrance essay. But I never, I never sent an email or never said how much I had appreciated this person's um, contribution to your son's life. To my yes. Son. yes. So is it a coincidence that, again, if I had been walking, I wouldn't have had this opportunity to go up to this. Is it OK if I say his name? Sure. He's famous. <laughs> OK. It's Chris Spielman. Yeah. And his his wife was Stephanie Spielman. And I I just went up to him and to, I can't believe I just went up to him and told him that my about my son, what an experience it had been for him. And I really appreciated that. And then I said, then I said, I'm probably going to cry. But I regret not having told Stephanie, his wife, how beautiful she was and how much I admired her for her courage when I saw her at a local Target store many years ago. He thanked me and said, by volunteering, you've told her. And then was a coincidence that I saw his daughter, who was wearing a pair of leggings, coincidentally, 
light gray, dark gray with pink trim that were being sold as a fundraiser. I showed her my shoes, my t-shirt, and told her I was on my way to purchase a pair of those leggings to match. So. So it all blended, it all blended for you. Yes, and were those coincidences? <laughs> um. What do you think? I've redefined coincidences. I believe they're connecting events. I think that was a way to connect me to the theme of my coincidences is to, I was given an opportunity to redo this. It was something I had wanted to do for 10 years. You know, it was in the back of my mind that I didn't do. But the feedback from my high school friend that you should have done that so long ago, I'm not going to give up another opportunity. No more regrets. Yeah, one of the ways to think about coincidences is there are opportunities that are presented to you. And you have the opportunity to take that, take what's suggested or not. And in the past, you have not taken what was offered to you. You, you turned away. Your rational mind, I think influenced by uh, your husband, uh, said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stay in the straight and narrow that I have been doing now. And since, since your high school reunion, your compels have initiated behavior on your on your part which you would not have allowed yourself to do before your rational mind would have stopped you and they've allowed you to connect with people just as you described with chris spielman they've allowed and they've allowed you to connect with people something you love to do and something which you had stopped yourself from doing for so many years yep <laughs> well th these compels um, are really important because they're uh, in a subset of what I call intuition. Uh, intuition is a lot of different things. The term is used for, for, uh, for many different possibilities. And how do you know, how do you recognize a compel, Kathy? Well, I had an example. I think I... I've always been intuitive, but I, because I worked on a psychiatric unit as an occupational therapist, I don't think I would have chosen a field, a helping field, if I didn't have some empathy and some intuitive characteristics. Yes. Uh, however, <sighs> being married to, and I don't want to be critical, but being married to a computer analyst who uh, finds people t as time wasters and uh, it's all about data and analyzing data. I think I began to feel like a dumb ditzy blonde because I think differently than other people. And you can't, how do you prove that intuition exists? Uh, but I began acting more on my intuition yeah. and just being spontaneous yeah. and having good results. And oh my goodness, I've reconnected with people from my past. Uh, <clears throat> I, I also had allowed myself to tarnish my true colors. Yeah. So I'll take responsibility for that. I'm doing 
the other thing that I should have done that I'm doing now, but wouldn't do 23 years ago when I had an eight month old and a three year old was divorce my husband. And what led you to that? Because uh, one of the one of the important parts of your story is um, is that you spent uh, three days with me. Uh, we spent an hour and a half, three days in a row talking about your coincidences. And even though you didn't really need a standard psychiatric consult, when you left, um, you had the feeling that you got some kind of psychotherapeutic-like effect from it. So let's, let's, let's talk about how you decided to uh, come see me and then what happened and, uh, when you did. Well, the interesting thing about coming, you know, I had um, the Ohio State thing sealed that deal. I was going to come and I had contacted you and scheduled to I'm off during the summer because I work for a school system. So I had scheduled two sessions with you and I had said, you know, you can call them a psychiatric session, but I've been happier than I've been in years. Yeah. I, you know, I'm. <laughs> people tell me how great I look. My joy is contagious. So I didn't care what you called it, but I was thinking of it more as a coincidence studies consult yeah and um (laughs) one of the interesting things that had happened right before i went to see you i was really i had not canceled in the past my habit had been to cancel things that's one reason i hadn't been to my high school reunion for 20 years When it came to the week before I was to see you, I was trying to catalog and organize all these stories. I mean, there were 150 stories. And for somebody who's a chatty Cathy and pays too much attention to detail, it was almost overwhelming to be able to condense them, to present them to you in an organized manner. Because that's what I I ask you to do. And uh, you did make a valiant effort at doing that. We got to say that. You did. Yes. I'm sorry. But, but. But the week before, it was overwhelming. And so I was so close to calling and canceling. But my friend who had told me, um, you should have given me that card so long ago, let's say works for a company called Gottlieb. And I passed three signs that week, Gottlieb, literally signs in front of buildings, okay? And at first I was like, first I just laughed. And then I realized, then I saw two more signs. (laughs) So five Gottlieb signs in Dublin popped up the week before I was to meet with you. And And there's there's no Gottlieb company in Dublin. Oh, no. I had assumed this Gottlieb was part of the company that my friend worked for. But it it is a real estate development and construction group founded by a guy named White who pulled the name Gottlieb from the company that makes his favorite brand of car. So it wasn't (laughs) even the same company, but there were five signs. And so what I believe, they encouraged me to just do it. Because otherwise, it would have ended up being something else I should have done and didn't do. And you know when that occurred to me? That didn't occur to me until I read the last sentence of your blog post that she is one of the first clients in a new discipline, coincidence counseling. Yes, you are. And we're going to get into that coincidence counseling experience that both of us had because you were the first one. And I think there are going to be more. Um, And that will be the subject of our 
of our next segment. So we'll begin after a short break. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. 
Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash Xone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Welcome back to Connecting with Coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Our special guest today is Kathy Myers, not an expert in the traditional way, but a, an expert in having experienced a barrage, an onslaught, a whole bunch of coincidences in the latter part of last year. And these coincidences led Kathy to finding me through the internet and through some coincidences. So that she ended up driving the six hours from Dublin, Ohio to Charlottesville, Virginia for a three-day consultation with me. She was facing a daunting task to organize in a way that we both could use the 150 coincidences or so that she had had. The fundamental similarity among them were these compels, she felt which is a form of describing how her intuition was suggesting things to her that her rational mind might have not expected her to do before or stopped her from doing. She came as my first coincidence counselee. Uh, I believe there are many more people who experience lots of coincidences, and perhaps someone out there in the audience listening to this will resonate with Kathy's experience because Sometimes you need an outside observer to help make sense of your coincidences. And that's what Kathy did in driving to see me. So tell us about coming to see me, Kathy, what it was like for you, what we did, and what happened. Well, one of the many things that I learned from you about coincidences, and I also purchased your book and read that as well, and if we have time, I'll explain another coincidence related to that, but the the coincidences are everywhere and available to everyone, but there are certain personality traits and situational factors that lead to an increase of meaning, meaningful coincidences. And I yes. think one of those traits that you talk, is using intuition. Yes. And I think I've just done that for so long because without realizing it, because how else can one quickly establish rapport with a, an inpatient psych, an inpatient psych patient or... I work with special needs kids. Some of them are nonverbal. So how am I going to, I don't have three hours to be able to develop rapport with them, but 
I it's important to me that they not only want to come work with me, but look forward to working with me. And it doesn't seem like rocket science to me, but I guess most adults use more linear, rational thinking. Mm-hmm. So, but, so I continued to use that when I was working with either patients or students, but I had blocked that off from using it in real anywhere life. else. Yes, yeah. because, I've, I've because- heard- I've heard of that before. Uh, one one therapist comes home and talks to his wife, and she says, "You're not listening to me." He says, "I gave it the office." <laughs> okay, well, that would be probably. And then the feedback I got would, when I would, you know, speak with my husband, because uh, he, he doesn't get, he didn't get um, the intuitive stuff. It's all analytically driven. But that's okay. So uh, another trait that you shared with me was quickly connecting events in the environment with what is going on in my mind. So yes. I think, I also think that for so, for 33 years, whatever, in addition to doing the adult linear rational thinking, I, I was also anxious, 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 anxious. And that anxiety created static, with, which prevented me from just acting on things. Then uh, one of the situational factors that has significantly increased, I think, these events for me is that I've broken out of patterns and routines. Uh, for instance, you know, going to my 45th high school reunion. Then I got back and I joined a book club. I took a spinning class. I auditioned for that choral union, then got to sing at Carnegie Hall, uh, volunteering for things. So I'm engaging with strangers. I'm traveling. Now, some people, some people that I've shared these stories with will say, oh, well, have you bought a lottery ticket? And I'm not, no. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to go out and buy a lottery ticket. But what I liken this to is that, um, you know, some people say, well, you, you're never going to win the lottery unless you buy a ticket. Well, the probability of winning a lottery ticket or winning is very low. But these coincidences also, the probability of these happening are pretty I, low. And yes. what, what's the difference, you think, between, a, between the lottery ticket kind of potential coincidences and the kinds of low probability coincidences that you experienced, the, the most prominent one perhaps being that Ohio State uh, Gate 18 one? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we don't know enough about the brain and our brain's capacity and the universe in which we travel. Yes. And, and what I ask uh, our listeners to go to is my last chapter on the psychosphere. Uh, and the psychosphere is our mental atmosphere. Just as we breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide, we breathe in ideas and energy and we breathe out ideas and energy. And there's some way in which those breaths of spiritual ideas and energy can connect us up with our environment and the, and our environment with us. And I, there's something you're talking about, uh, implying that I am trying to study, that we are talking about here, where there is a human capacity to make coincidences happen uh, that we have yet, yet to fully understand. But experiences like yours are making it very clear that we do do something to help make gate 18 kinds of coincidences take place. We can't do much about the lottery. And how does, okay, here's another, here's a question for you. I had been, I've been sharing my stories (laughs) and people are just, one of the things you helped me with when I first started having these, 
believe I was paying too much attention to the detail so that one people would believe I wasn't making them up. And so I could believe they were actually happening. And I was in awe of them. Kathy, you moved away from the microphone. Sorry. Um, Okay. One of the things you helped me understand because these started so quickly and so frequent for frequently for me, I had been paying too much attention to the details of yeah. the stories. Yeah. So pe- so people would believe I wasn't making them up. And yeah. so I could believe they were actually happening. And I was yeah. in awe of them. Yeah. But what you helped me with is to, to figure out what they're trying to teach me. Yes. Not, I mean, I, it's good that I'm still in awe of them. And so here's, here's, and I've been sharing this with, with, I've been sharing my stories with people. Now we only have about four minutes left, so let's uh, let's see if we can wrap up what what you've learned from all this. Well, I've learned that they're everywhere, and they will continue. They're continuing with me. In fact, I had one. I hadn't contacted. I hadn't been in contact with this person since July. Okay, and she had said, and I was kind of going over things and she had said, I believe that coincidences are the universe's way of guiding you in a direction and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So she was, she, her experience, she also believes in coincidences. How is it that she sent me an email just yesterday morning? Oh, nice. I mean, I, I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't heard from her since July 19th. Yeah. That, that's, that's a, that's, that's a good one. Uh, that's more encouragement. Uh, it's one of the functions of coincidences is to encourage you in uh, what looks like a good direction. And that's what they've and, done for you. Yes. And the other thing they've done, I shared, I, when, oh. How did, how did talking with me influence your decision to divorce your husband? <laughs> well, coming up with a theme that I should have done something. And then... The very first, on Monday we met, I went to a restaurant. I got there early. I parked, pulled into a parking lot space. And then what compelled or what made me move to another parking space? And I noticed there was a woman sitting in the car next to me. And I just knew that she was there on a first date with someone. (laughs) Don't ask me how I knew. And she walked in, and is it a coincidence that I was, when I went in, I was seated, like, right next to this, pretty close to this table with this woman who'd been parked next to me? And, yes, she was there on a first date with someone. And then when she said something about being from Buffalo, New York, that's where my husband was from. It was just like, I, I even I even sent you an email and said, did you set this up? <laughs> so, so, basically, I think I just... I, I learned from you to pay attention. To pay attention to what's around you and what's in you. Yes. And to act on it spontaneously, kind of like improv. You have to keep the action going or once you once it stops, you'll lose it. Uh, improv it, is a wonderful metaphor for that. Uh, uh, I've, I'm, musicians can do... <laughs> Nice metaphor. Some of them do nice metaphor. Nice improv. It's it's a great metaphor for this. And so that's what I'm. I'm just acting on things. If I see somebody uh, that I don't know, but I like, you know, let's say their hair looks nice, I comment on their hair. I don't care whether I don't care what. I don't care. 
whether I know them or not, because I'm saying it with all my heart and I'm not going to say something mean to someone. And uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's describe that a little bit more detail as we end. Something wells up in you, an idea and a feeling that's genuine and real. And you recognize it more and more quickly as genuine and real and something that fits the circumstance. And in fitting the circumstance, it allows you to act and you know it's going to come out well because it fits the circumstance. Well, Kathy, we're going to be ending our program in just a bit. I want to thank you very, very much for being on the show with me and remind the readers that they can find out about Connecting with Coincidence by visiting my website and putting in Connecting with Coincidence in their search engine. Thank you very, very much, Kathy, for being part of this program. You have been a delight and a great education for many of our listeners.